As always, it is my pleasure that you join me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I would very much appreciate it, and it will help others like you to optimally discover this podcast wherever you listen to this and your other favorite podcast. As you know, at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your respective organizational and learning environments. Please feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Second Chance Coaching. It is my pleasure to welcome all first-time listeners to the Second Chance family, and of course, always thanking our returning listeners for continuing to be with us on the Second Chance journey. It is my hope all is well with you and yours on your side of the world. Everything is going well on this side of the world. And in particular, as we're in the heart of the holiday season, I want to make sure that, you know, I extend those best wishes to everybody and as there's joy in many corners of the world. And I know there's a lot of, lot to be happy for and grateful for as people are getting together with families, being reunited, and really experiencing the joy of the holiday season. But also, too, we also recognize that there are those who are having a rough time during the holiday season. We know that the holidays sometimes can be reminders and triggers of things that are not so pleasant. And certainly we encourage you to be lifted up by loved ones or seek professional assistance from a mental health professional or counselor as there's no need for anyone or for you to go through this alone. You know, we're all in this together. We're to we're all in this together in this journey called life and and certainly if you reach out, people will be there for you, guaranteed. Uh, this week our subject is and are talking about milestones along life and, uh, and or the reentry journey, milestones along the way provide us opportunities for celebration as well as reflection. These times of celebration and reflection not only highlight significant moments in our journey, but it also helps us expand our thinking and elevate our goals to not place limits on our success as well as our future successes. Along the reentry journey, we're told so much, you know, those of us who are returning home, we're told so much of what we cannot do. So much so along the way, we even consciously and even subconsciously place barriers to our success, as well as we, 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 we compromise or short out our ability to think at high levels because we speak a lot of the negativity consciously or subconsciously into our being. A lot of times you may hear things or may hear statements that you allow to that you allow to be received and I certainly have allowed it to be received at times like people saying things to you like you know you cannot get that job or why would you want to do that or you're starting a business doing what or why do you want to go back to school or sometimes people being so cruel as like yeah you're you're doing all right but you're not as good as that other colleague of yours or you may not know as much as they do 
or you're not good enough to date. I won't date someone who's been incarcerated. These sayings, I'm sure, and, and more, have probably been said to you or things similar to this has been said to you along the reentry journey. And they've most definitely been said to me as well. But last season, we talked about celebrating small victories. And the small victories help along the journey to support and fortify your success. Now, it doesn't mean that you're positive and strong and happy along your journey on a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week basis. All of us have our times where our confidence is shaken and, you know, we're not sure where we're going to go or what the next step will be. But the key is really to refocus on your success and your successes. Celebrate those victories and highlight your milestones, our milestones together in this journey. In highlighting milestones, I wanted to share with you a couple of things that are going on in our second chance world. First, today is the 50th episode of the Second Chance Coaching Podcast. For this and the past, for the past 49 episodes, including this one, we've sought to present the power of second chances in life as well as the reentry journey. And however long we do this podcast, we will continue to highlight the power of second chances through the advocacy, the lessons, the stories that strengthen the second chance journey and our ability to highlight it through this podcast. Secondly, last Thursday, I celebrated my 50th birthday. And not only is it a highlight to turn 50 years old, but to have my birthday celebration or the marking of this occasion coincide with taking on more projects and purchasing a new home really made the 50th birthday that much more special. Third, we're a few days away from celebrating the end of 2021 and bringing in the new year of 2022. Every year at this time, and, and of course personally on our own birthdays, we look at the year that has we look at the year that has passed, either the calendar year or our personal year, and we look forward to the year ahead to strengthen what we've done, corrected what has not gone as great, and seek the opportunities for improvement along the way. Even a fourth milestone for me recently was perfecting the updates on my recording tool, Audacity, that I recorded this podcast on to make sure my microphone was working correctly to optimally produce the podcast. It's something little, but certainly achieving that was like, okay, this is a, this is a good thing. I'm able to get this done. <laughs> now, seriously speaking, though, whether we're talking about life and or the reentry journey, Milestones is something one could look at as the building blocks to go from one level to the next. On the reentry journey, some milestone events can be one some milestone events that can be marked on the reentry journey could be one's release from incarceration. It could be one successful completion of parole. And it could be navigating through the successful journey of reentry. Something that you something that a lot of us have, have experienced and have done. Now in discussing milestones, as I shared with you. I, I turned 50 years old last week, and I purchased a new home. Now, the accomplishment of the milestone, such as a home purchase, is very satisfying. Now, the journey to that milestone could be as equally as satisfying, even though it could be an exhausting and hard process. But no matter how exhausting it can be, it could still be as satisfying. In sharing some of this with you, last year at this time, I did not imagine purchasing any form of a home. Despite, despite decent credit um, and despite having sustainable full-time employment, 
I didn't imagine purchasing any form of a home, you know, because primarily because I had student loan debt that really put my debt to income ratio upside down and made the possibilities not there to take place. Due to this, and in addition, due to this and knowing that I had the challenge of finding a place or an apartment or anything or a place to live and having the, the a criminal conviction over my head, it was a very daunting one because it's not easy to find to find housing when one has a criminal conviction. Now, when 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 mom passed away and we took over the maintenance of, of, of our home, I knew at some point that renting is something I would have had to do. And since there was a reverse mortgage on the home and I wasn't able to qualify to get to take over the mortgage on the home based on the value, the, the cost of the mortgage and, and, and what I was making, I, I would eventually have to I would eventually have to move and rent a place to live. And and of course, I, I had some time to save money to eventually move, which is what I was thinking about doing. And as the calendar moved into 2021, I started the process of getting my record sealed, which I knew would optimize my chances to find a good place to live. And I also knew I was on the clock as I imagined that in 2021, the COVID foreclosure moratorium was gonna expire at some point, and it did. In preparation for moving, I had conversations with my, with, with the person I selected to be my real estate agent, and that was a gentleman, great brother, Mr. Derek Lee. He knew my situation, he knew my concerns, and he certainly had experience finding housing for those who have had challenges in finding housing for various reasons. Now, when my record got sealed and the foreclosure moratorium expired, I had a conversation with Derek about a housing plan, about what it is that I look to do as far as housing was concerned. And Derek had this, and specifically I kept my mind focused on renting a home, renting an apartment. And Derek really spoke to me about what was going on in the market at the time was probably still going on in the market right now that there was a lot of that rents were really out of control because now the market and the demand for housing was such that renting was going to be really cost prohibitive and his th standpoint was if you have an ability and he asked me the simple question if you have the ability to buy a place and to be and to and what you pour into the place is something that belongs to you rather than poured into a into a residential company or or a landlord wouldn't that be something better that you'd prefer to do now of course i told him yeah that'd be great if it's possible so we sat down and we laid out a housing plan and 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 outlined what that would that would include specifically talking about purchasing a home now, in speaking to Derek, I was pretty confident that purchasing was possible, despite the challenges in, pur in purchasing that I had in the past. But I said, okay, let's go forward, and this, this, could, be, this could be a good thing to, to get done. Now, the next step was finding a mortgage provider. Now, he provided me a couple of mortgage providers. You know, those didn't work out. But I spoke to one of my fellow doctoral cohort classmates, who is extremely passionate about housing. Her, her dissertation really talked about housing and being able to make sure to, to combat the plight of homelessness, homelessness in here in the state of Florida, in the city, things of that nature. So this is something that she lived and breathed every day. And she referred and she referred me to the mortgage to the mortgage provider that I would eventually deal with. And that's who I worked with. Mortgage provider was pretty rough. 
But I will tell you, from a results standpoint, she definitely got the job done, and she was absolutely outstanding to work with. Now, when I was pre-approved for the mortgage, Derek and I started searching for a place. We selected a handful of places to see after going through numerous listings on online. And on the first day of looking at, at, at places, you know, we like I said, we looked at a handful of places. I found the place that I wanted to place an offer on. And this was really similar to the to the experience I had when I was shopping with mom for a house in Hollywood that she wanted to look for, that she wanted to look to purchase. And I remember we we looked around that whole day and it was at the end of the day we saw this, this the last house and she said this is the house for me. This is the house that I want to be at. And that's the now this wasn't the last house I saw it that day, but when I saw it, I was like this is the place I want to be at. I placed an offer on the condominium and then it was ultimately it, the the offer was accepted. But that was just the beginning. Once the offer was accepted, we did all of the prep work in marching to the closing date that was set. I had to get the down payment secured. I had to provide numerous amounts of paperwork to the mortgage broker nonstop. I had to simultaneously arrange the sale and the sale of mom's house. And then, and then, and then of course, I had to also prepare for the interview with the condominium board. Now, part of the interview with the condominium board was completing my background check. Luckily for me, the condo association asked Derek, my real estate agent, to complete the background check as part of the paperwork I had to present in preparation for the interview. And when the background check came back, to our disappointment, my ceiling was not reflected in the report as of yet, so my conviction was still showing. At that moment, we were able to submit my court ceiling orders and things of that nature, and the background check report was, was corrected. I mean, they said it was going to take one to 30 days, but we was able to get it corrected a lot quicker. And it's not, it wasn't too dissimilar from correcting an inaccurate credit information if you run a credit report. But certainly this had definitely much more <laughs> bigger implications than a credit report. This is like, oh, this, this is where I'm trying to live. This is where I'm trying to have a roof over my head. And then, and then of course, you know, we submitted everything. Everything was done. And then I went through the condo approval process. And then now my closing was becoming imminent. Now, during this time, I also took on, which I'm still in the midst of doing, took on new consulting projects additional part-time jobs and there was a lot of stuff going on at that time while I was getting this preparation done for the closing. The closing agent was outstanding as well. Even she was very flexible in in getting the closing completed. So on the day of closing, they even the closing agent even had the people come to my place of business so I could sign all the multitudes of papers that all of us know that who have bought a house that you have to do in order to have the closing and the and the transfer of the property take place. Then at that point, once I signed all that paperwork, the milestone of becoming a homeowner was now completed. The milestone of becoming a homeowner, not only a homeowner, but a first time homeowner, as I reached as I was reaching a milestone 50th birthday, it was a process. It was not something, but also too, when I looked back on it, it was not something I thought I would reach, but it was attained. It was attained. I was I was so so thrilled for that to happen. And as I look towards 2022 and beyond, I will look to go beyond the limits to reach my goals, which also include when you're going for your goals to include 
faith, determination, prayer, and of course, whether it was talking to Derek or talking to my former doctoral classmate, is just bringing in the right counsel and the right people, being selective about bringing the right people and the right counsel onto your team as you're looking to get things done. So when I talk to you as you're laying out your milestone plans, what you're trying to get done and what accomplishments that you're looking to get to get completed on your reentry journey, I want to stress again to you to be faithful, to be determined, be prayerful, plan, plan out all the details. Sometimes the devil's in the details, so you have to plan that stuff out. And while you're doing that, be patient with yourself. Give yourself the grace and mercy and the resilience to get this done because this these processes take time but once it's but once it's complete you could be happy you could be relieved and then you could go ahead and celebrate this coming saturday the calendar turns to 2022 so now you think about this and i ask this of you what are your goals and objectives for 2022 what is next on your list what milestones are you are in your reach have you taken the limits off your future possibilities? Have you gotten the negative thinking and the negative talk out of your way? Have the, the journey, the journey that you take and the power within that journey starts with you. And I know, and believe me, I know you could do it. I know you could do it. I certainly, there were times when I thought about knowing that I could do it, but I just knew I had to stay determined. And I certainly sought assistance where I needed that assistance. And if you need that assistance along the way, reach out to me. Reach out to somebody if you need that assistance. And whether you reach out to me or someone else, we could accomplish those goals together. You could accomplish those goals together with someone else. So I will always continue to wish you well on your second chance journey, your reentry journey, your life journey. And I'm wishing you and yours a happy, productive, healthy, and a blessed 2022. I look forward to talking to you again on the other side when we celebrate 2022, and I look forward to catching up with you next time. Thank you again for joining us here at Second Chance Coaching. In addition to coaching services for individuals and businesses, I'm also available for speaking engagements and workshops on criminal justice reentry, human resources, as well as organizational culture and leadership. Feel free to email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com, as well as connect with me on Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day you are given this opportunity for your second chance, and I know you'll make the best of it. I love you all, and I look forward to connecting with you next time here at Second Chance Coaching.